are back on the hunt with Supernatural Season 2, Episode 18, Hollywood Babylon. I'm Chris Barrows. And my name is Dan Cummins. Welcome to the best Supernatural podcast on the air. We have a good one today, Chris. We are very, uh, very meta in this episode. It's, it's, it is so funny, this episode. And we talk about our favorite episodes of each season, Chris. Well, I don't think this is the best one, and it's not my favorite one, but it's got to be top three, I think. It's enjoyable. I, yeah. I don't even know if it's in my top three. I just, it's so rewatchable. Yes. Where an episode, even like the last one, which was great. I, I don't necessarily feel this huge desire to go back and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's good, but it has like such an ending that I'm just like, okay, I'm good. I've seen this every once in a while. This one I could just put on. And if it repeated itself, it wouldn't be the end of a world. Right. There's a lot of humor in this one. And you're right. Meta. This is the, first truly like meta episode that we've dealt with Mm -hmm. uh on the show and we go very meta later on but yeah this one this is good now this one by the way aired april 19th 2007 the director of this one you may have heard of but philip who directed this one is well one he's executive produced like 200 plus episodes of supernatural but he's also executive producer on the boys yes uh, which is i know a favorite show of both of ours Mm -hmm. outside of supernatural so uh you know this is a fantastic heavily involved name um but this is a episode in which he actually directs it which is ironic when you think about what the episode's about yeah which is taking place on a tv set i mean it's a movie set it's it's a horror movie yeah horror movie of all things yeah it's just funny when you think about that so I really enjoy this. Um, and it really is. Look, synopsis is straightforward. Sam and Dean discover that a group of ghosts are attempting to shut down production of a movie that they feel is mocking them. Yep. I mean, if that but, plot didn't suck you in, then, you know, I don't I don't know. We'll see if you like it. 8.5, by the way, is the IMDb rating, which I think is fine. I think it's perfectly fine. I think it's accurate because yeah. it's, it's a fine episode. It's fine. It's, yeah. Like you said, I think that the... The like the the biggest redeeming factor of this one is that it's watchable, right? It doesn't necessarily like further the boys' arcs at all. Um, not that I can think of anyway. It's just a it's it's sort of just a monster of the week episode, which is okay, right? We we need a couple of those, especially after this last episode, Chris Hart, where we dealt with a a pretty uh you know a pretty severe uh death, one that really affected Sam in particular. So. Um, and they actually opened this episode with that. Uh, Dean wanted to take a vacation. He wanted to go to L.A. and, you know, jump in some swimming pools and, you know, find some movie stars, as he puts it. But but Sam wants to work to stay busy. So, of course, they uh, they see a report of a ghost of a killing on a movie set of all things. Right. So so that's why they're in town. We're coming from San Francisco, so we're we're only six hours away from our last trip, Chris, uh, roughly 375 miles. But it opens with the boys in L.A. on a uh, what do we call that, Chris? Like a, like a like studio grounds, right? With a bunch yeah, of yeah, it's like a studio tour to start yeah. this, right? And it's 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 technically like it's I, it's just the Warner Brothers lot, I'm guessing. Yeah, that it's a lot. It. Yeah, it's the it's the lot because. Right in like let's throw the trivia right up front when they're going on that studio tour in the beginning, you hear them mention now we're placing where they film Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. which is a direct. There's a look, Jared makes some sort of facial expression, like it's such you talk about meta, like right in that moment, you're like, All right, 
we're we're just gonna Gilmore Girls exists in that world. Okay, cool. Yeah, a little wink to the audience, right? I think the the intercom on the tour says, you know, if you guys are careful, you might be able to see one of the stars of Gilmore Girls. And then suddenly Jared or you know Sam peeks up and is like, we got to get out of here. So he grabs Dean off the trolley, right, and they're on their way. Um, this one in particular, though, the case is interesting for Dean at least because we find out that he is a big fan of the star of the movie, sort of our main character in this one, uh, Tara. So Tara is a, is a movie star, a struggling one at that, but Dean's a big fan of her, and she is the one that saw the uh, the ghost that ended up attacking one of the stagehands. Now, Chris, we find out pretty early on that the boys feel like they might have been wasting their time because it turns out the death that brought them there in the first place wasn't real. It was staged. Now, this is funny because the producers are trying to get um, extra eyes on the movie, right? They're trying to they're trying to build buzz, as they say later in the episode. But what ends up happening is that real ghosts, uh, real uh, poltergeists are on the set of this movie, uh, which happens to be named Hellhazers 2, The Reckoning. Strong title there. Um, so their time isn't wasted after all. And, you know, the, the, the core of the episode is them, first of all, trying to protect the people that are on the movie set. Uh, Dean going undercover as a, a, a PA, which is hilarious which he loves, which he loves, loves. Yes. every moment of it it's absolutely it's hilarious yeah born There's to do it line dan where uh martin goes you're one hell of a pa and dean goes yeah i know yeah like he just he owns every moment under i don't even know how they it's funny because they walk on set and they like work their way and people just think they're pas yeah if that's that's i mean i let's not get too attached to to the to the plot of them trying to convince people their PAs because they put in no effort on this one. Zero. Yeah. Not and, any at all. And then, you know, maybe they just look like P I mean, I don't, I don't really know, Chris, I don't have that background, but Dean owns it. And maybe it's just his confidence and the level at which he accepts it and runs with it. He even names himself Ozzy. If you caught that later in the episode, Chris is a fake name. Ozzy. I'm guessing Ozzy Osbourne, Dean being a classic rock fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's, here's the episode. Dean is undercover as a PA. He's picking up, you know, clues from from EMF audio, talking to people on set. Sam, on the other hand, doing some research, trying to figure out, is this place haunted? Are there real ghosts? And it turns out the answer is yes. The trouble, though, is finding out why or who or how these ghosts are showing up. And that answer is, is pretty tricky. It takes them a while to understand what exactly is going on here? Yeah. It, so it's interesting because initially, first and foremost, the first stage hand depth that is the hoax was actually uh, fake. And that producers later killed by a ghost. So right. first one completely fake. And, and that is what it is. Um, another producer will face a different ghost later on and get pulled into like a large stage fan. Yeah. And that one is gruesome, brutal. And and that one is when it's real to them because he, Sam realizes all right, something's actually happening here. Even though we know something is fake, Dean's just kind of going with the flow. Dean's all over the place in this episode, quite frankly. He's just mm -hmm. not focused at all. No. Sam kind of has to constantly bring him into the fact that they are technically on a case. Right. Which I yeah. found really amusing. Um and what's interesting is the ghost in this case that they think 
They thought it was a young actress who killed herself in the 1930s. Um, and they actually find the bones and do all the stuff that they normally do in this episode. Mm -hmm. But that's not the ghost. That's why the ghost later on that does the that does the stage fan death is a completely different ghost. Right. Uh, because there's multiple ghosts being brought to the set. And I love the reason for it. And I think that's the reason I like this episode. It's literally because of the fact that the script has real Latin in it. Mm -hmm. And that's the plot point that I think is great. It's such a nice attention to, uh, you know, just the detail of why language matters in the world that they live in. Um, because that 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 language is important. It's a it's an awkward conversation though, because they're actually like at one point in a conversation, it's like, oh, you like the script? He goes, and and Sam, I think it's Sam who says, Yeah, I love that you used real Latin. He goes, Oh, that was from Walter. We that wasn't my choice. He insisted, and they're like, Who the hell is Walter? Yeah. Like, no, like they Nate, we haven't heard about Walter. He all that often he's around set. And you don't know why the guy's there. Now you know why the guy's there. Like they're basically, they basically gave him the privilege of being around set, but he's there more grumpy because most of these people aren't giving him any due attention. Exactly. Yeah. Th this episode is a pretty good whodunit, Chris, because uh, I, w I remember this episode going into it. I don't remember the details of all of the episodes rewatch, but I remember where this one was going. So I paid attention to see. Just how much is Walter shown or like mentioned in the episode before ultimately Sam realizes that uh, there's real Latin in the script, which, you know, obviously means that, oh, we have to go find the writer. Right. Um, but before that, they do mention Walter a couple of times. Now, Dean, as the PA, all he cares about are mini cheesesteak sandwiches, his love interest, Tara, and being the best PA that he possibly can be. Right. It's it's funny if, if Sam had been the PA. He probably would have picked up on the Latin being used in the script right off the bat. And they would have solved this thing probably in a day or so. Um, but of course, Dean is the PA. Sam only realizes that they're using Latin until they're watching the dailies uh, yeah. with with Dean in the trailer. So, uh, yeah, eventually they they find uh, Walter and we learn that there is a motive. And this guy had an original script and the script was pretty violent. Like in the movie, he wanted to conjure real ghosts. Uh, he basically, it was a manifesto. I think we can call it that Chris, like Walter wanted to show the real way to conjure ghosts in a movie, have that movie published. And God knows what people would do if they watched it. Right. Uh, they would have like the, the real deal. So we learned that Walter was the original uh, writer. His movie got scrapped and that was his motive to try to kill everybody that got his movie scrapped. Um, which I thought was a pretty good whodunit, you know? Yeah. And it, it is interesting though, because you have, by the way, in this episode, I think it's important to point out, you've got some, you've got some one good names. I mean, look at who's Gary Cole is in this movie. Yeah. Like, like Gary Cole, people know Gary Cole. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's not a small name. So Gary Cole's in here. Very recognizable. Yep. Gary Cole, if you, if you don't know Gary Cole, look him up. Trust me. Um, office space alone should do it for you. Right. Um, uh, you're going to need those TPS reports, Dan. Um, <laughs> but but I will say this. This episode hits on a lot of fun levels. It's light despite the deaths. Yeah. It's fun to see like Tara trying to build up to that scream. Mm -hmm. Like when she's trying to prep and prepare and you're thinking of the, and then when she lets out that really good scream, 
and there's this fantastic moment where like wow that was great yeah they don't know someone just died or or the fake death that occurred you know so you're seeing like actually some of their stuff working and it's only when you realize real ghosts are actually on set that it becomes scary quote unquote yeah um the original walter though does destroy that talisman he was using right but the spirits that get freed are pissed at him and they kill him which mm-hmm. is the real twist on this episode is they're like you 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 brought us back for this crap we're gonna now now we're gonna take you out like yeah we didn't want this and they kind of leave it at that chris i mean they let these spirits tear walter apart normally the boys try to right they, like they try to kill anything that's evil right a monster they kind of just let him rip Walter apart. And we assume that they disappear after that, right? Like they're free. They're not under control. They're not going to hurt anybody anymore. And the boys kind of leave it at that. They seem satisfied with that ending, which to me was a, you know, a kind of a question mark for me, but uh, you know, you can only cover so much in one episode. Um, but I think we need to sort of read behind the lines of like what this episode really is about, which I think like plot aside, this is supernatural poking fun at themselves. Right. I think they actually reference real producer names from Supernatural in the episode. Now, of course, they're on a movie set. It's a horror movie set. So the acting, like some of the really dark sets, like the producers chiming in and saying, can you add more color? Like it really is a criticism of Hollywood in general, I think. And they had a lot of fun doing that, not just making fun of like Jensen and Jared, but also just like the genre as a whole. And we'll see more of that later. And it just, it reminds me of why I enjoy this show so much because they never take themselves that seriously, which is, which is really what you want in a show like this. No. And it's funny because there's some great lines in this episode, such as uh, a bunch of these people talking Walter's in this conversation Mm. and it goes, Marty, what do you think? Not married to salt. What do you think? Still sticking with condiments. (laughs) Yeah. This sounds different, not better. What else would a ghost be scared of? Walter goes, oh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, Martin says, what would a ghost be scared of? Maybe shotguns? That makes less sense than salt. Right. And you're and, and Sam and Dean are just like they're in these moments like. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Breaking the fourth wall like for us. Exactly. It's a ton of fun. And there's, there's a lot of that, Chris. I mean, there's 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 connections that are within the show and, and without the show. Like here's another one. As an example, uh, Sam and Dean are walking through the lot right and i think it's dean uh that says you know this weather is crappy and sam goes yeah it's practically canadian that is head on because they filmed this show in vancouver uh which you know they they did not need that line they could have just assumed that people wouldn't notice or just a rainy day in la but the fact that they chose to highlight that they are actually filming this in canada and it looks like canada i mean you even know here chris you can see the trees and the exterior shots and you can see the pine trees. It's just really funny that they, you know, take the time of day to make these meta jokes for us. And and let's not forget also just how corny some of the trailers are for this. It's oh, like yeah. the announcer, the announcer for hell hazers to the reckoning says they never <laughs> forgive. They never forget. And this summer they're coming back again to settle the score yeah. again. It's again. like, yeah, it's <laughs> like, all right. No, there's a lot of little things here. Like, um, even in the background, uh, there's posters from previous Supernatural episodes. Monster Struck mm-hmm. from Route 66 is there. Uh, Carnivore, uh, Carnivore Carnival yep. is from Everybody Loves a Clown. So, like, you've got it's just dripping with literal Easter eggs, and I dig it. 
Like, yeah. it's just fun. Um, there's there's more, Chris. Uh, Monster Truck from Route 66. That's in the trailer itself. Children shouldn't play with dead things. Um, what else do we have here? Um, Cornfield Massacre. I mean, it goes, the it goes on and The Scarecrow shot is in there. Yes, the Scarecrow shot is in there. It's it's yeah. fantastic. And it, that's, again, them poking fun at not just the genre, but themselves, too. And I really appreciate how, again, just how light they took this episode. Because I have to imagine people really enjoyed this direction because they do it over and over and over again from here on out this is really the first like meta episode they've done as we said at the top here but the reception must have been warm when this came out because you know they figure out ways to introduce that again in later episodes and later later seasons like almost all the way to the end of the series they're pretty meta yeah and uh i will i i normally won't highlight this but i was going through and i looked at imdb and the top review of this episode cracks me up because it goes entertaining joke on how Hollywood works. That's yep. the top review. Totally. And that's a perfect description. Yeah, it, it really is uh, an entertaining review of that. It also strange connection, by the way, watch Mojo, which I'm sure people have seen before as a YouTube channel um, has this in their top most uh, top 10, most WTF supernatural episodes. Oh, wow. So, okay. So yeah, I do not know what the other ones are. I'll have to watch to find out. We can but, make some um, guesses, I think. But top 10, wow, I wasn't expecting that. It's, it's probably lower on the list if I had to guess because there are some other pretty WT moments. Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Scooby-Doo, absolutely, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, it, it, it sets up, I think I appreciate it now because an episode like this means the Scooby-Doo episode is possible. Right. If this episode did not do well, yeah, you never get the Scooby-Doo episode, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Changing channels, Chris. I mean, yeah, this set the groundwork for those later episodes And this show. If it tried to be serious, if it tried to be like Buffy all the time or like, you know, any other intense, dark show, it wouldn't work. Right. It just wouldn't like you have to have these these lighthearted, funny episodes. You have to have that balance. And thank God they made this episode. And shout out to Phil who, as you said, does The Boys. The Boys has sort of a snarky sort of, you know, like the, the humor in that show is um, is very similar to one in this episode. So uh, really looking forward to season three of The Boys. I'm going to throw that in there. Uh, Jensen uh, taking up the mantle. Really excited about that, Chris. Uh, but I digress. Um, yeah, this this episode for me, like I said, it's, it's probably going to be in my top three. But then again, we haven't covered the finale yet, Chris. It's coming up Ooh. soon. I, I can't wait. And and for just I'm going to be very honest too. the finale episodes are fantastic and mm. have some amazing moments. And I do consider part one and part twos of finale yeah. episodes and supernatural as individual episodes. Agreed. So just to be clear, because I think in particular in this season, part one and part two are poignant in their own way. And I I, I think it's hard to vote against them as top episodes and when we get to them we'll discuss that more uh what we will have to say is you know this was obviously hollywood babylon uh we're getting close to the end dan we are getting close to the end yep and you know we are only dealing with what four more episodes three more episodes what are we at here let's see yeah this is 18 this is episode 18 so you've got only two more episodes before you get to the finale part one and part two Right. And the next episode is actually Folsom Prison Blues, which is so good, in my opinion. I think it's actually, if I remember correctly, it's rated lower than I 
rate it on IMDb because I really enjoy it. But you want to talk about an episode. It, it gets back to the mythology a little bit. Yep. It gets back to um, some of the stories with uh, Agent Hendrickson. Yeah. Uh, we actually meet another hunter. Yeah. You know, John's like, friend or turn so. to John's story. Yeah. So we're, we're tapping into quite a bit. So you've got to get to look into it. And of course, the song reference with Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah. So, one of my favorites. You know, very clearly marked there. So I, I hope people are looking forward to that one. That's all I got to say. Uh, you have to. And then we enter season three, which arguably, Chris, I personally, aside from season five, which I think is an obvious one, I think season three is the best season of the the first five. That just my opinion. It's probably the best season of the entire series. If I'm, you if, said it, not me. When people I, start to troll you, Chris, I know. I'm just saying it's it. It could be that and that and season five are. Yep. In the top. Epic. Top three, regardless, and I don't know if anything would pass them. I don't. Yeah, and these agreed. first two seasons are great. Uh, before we end, really quick, I will note we'll do our usual recap, just so everybody knows after the season two ends, and then we'll jump right into season three. Um, we will be recording a little bit ahead because uh, in in Dan's world, we're going to lose Dan for a few weeks, so we're going to record ahead on a bunch of episodes to make sure that we don't have a break this time around. Yeah. Uh, we took a little bit of a Christmas break last time. We're not doing that between season two and season three. So as we move forward, just a heads up for all you, um, if there's something you would like to see, uh, certainly friendly reminder that we do have a call in number um, that maybe one person's used before, but I don't highlight it all the time. So I'm going to highlight it now. So you can call in and, you know, share your thoughts on an episode and, we can always add them into the show at some point uh, if that is something in particular for the for the highlight show. I really would love to hear from folks if anyone wants to chime in. But, Dan, that is all I got for this week. So we will be back because, after all, we've got work to do. 